0: the adventure that brings you the latest nerd news and rumors from movies, TV, entertainment, and sometimes science! You name it, if it is nerdy, we are talking about it. And tonight's main event is... Stranger Things Season 4 Part 1, Nerd Out! I am your host, Austin. And with me, as always, is the amazing Amanda.
1: Hey!
0: The wild, yet elusive Jekka. And burn, Brady Burns. I'll tell you what. Hey, folks. Thanks so much. Obviously, we're talking Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1, <laughs> a little later. <laughs> a little later. but We've got some other cool news we're going to be talking about. Everything from rumors saying Star Wars Oculite will reintroduce some Sith legends back into canon. The script for Venom 3 is complete, and apparently it might be Tom Hardy's last dance. And rumors are swirling, saying Amber Heard is being recast in Aquaman 2, and a whole lot more. So make sure to hit that podcast subscribe button. We would love to nerd out with you each and every week. And if you have already hit that podcast subscribe button, you know what I'm going to say to you. Plus 10 nerd XP to you. Nerd XP. We love you guys, and for everyone else, as soon as you hit that podcast subscribe button, you too can start earning Nerd XP. Nerd XP. But in the meantime, Jekka, what's nerdy with you? So my
1: sister kicked me off on an anime watching spree. Um, She she called me asking who had the DVDs for The Vision of Escaflowne, which is like an anime from the 90s. And it's so funny because, like, my brother and I, wa- like, we loved it when we were kids. And, like, over time, we just, like, steadily, like, used our allowance to buy the entire series on DVD. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, like, randomly, and I've kept it. And, like, randomly, my siblings will be like, hey, we want to watch it. So, like, I just brought it out with me to California. So she called me and was wanting it. And I was like, well, I could ship it to you. And she's like, no, I'll just buy it. <laughs> so she bought her own copy. But that kind of made me, like, rewatch it with my roommate. And man, that anime. I'm like, this is why I like it so much. It's so cheesy. It's, like, all Mm -hmm. the tropes, but it's great. All the love triangles. And it's great. Like, it was just a nice walk down memory lane. (laughs) And so we, we, my roommate and I watched it in, like, four days. (laughs) We just kept going with it, you know? And they were all short episodes. They're, like, barely 30 minutes long. And so now we've started Full Metal Alchemist, because she hasn't seen it. Uh, I'm like, I yeah. haven't seen that in a long time. Brotherhood so. or the original? We're doing Brotherhood. Okay. Because I love question. Brotherhood. Ever since I watched Brotherhood, I'm like sold. But I still have the original. So I have the first set, like the first part one. Or I don't know. I don't want to like yeah, the original. So I have the original, including the movie. So
2: So fun story. I've I've yet to watch Brotherhood, even though I know it's a slight difference of storyline, but I watched the original as it was being released in Japan, and you had those fans sub like fan subbers that would put the subtitles on it. Oh, as it yeah, was being released, and so we'd meet up at a pizza place in San Jose, and we'd watch as it was getting released. <laughs> so that's cool. It's kind of one of those. I, I I try and watch Brotherhood, but I'm like, it's not the same.
1: See and I so brotherhood yeah brotherhood I admit was like kind of a rough start, um just because like for the first like, pretty much like the first like part one so or season one pretty much season one and the original followed together really closely, and then they split and they go completely different ways, and frankly with brotherhood, you see more of the the world like you get more characters coming in. And the Elric brothers' dad, Hohenheim, right? That's his name. Oh, see, it's been a while. He hasn't even come in yet, so, so I can't remember his the name. The difference But is, their dad's is backstory. So the dad's backstory is way the better. Comics. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah but that's it doesn't follow the, follows like the, the like actual it. manga.
3: Yeah. Um, the other and thing I like it is
2: when the original Full Metal Alchemist came out, they hadn't even finished the manga yet. And yeah. So, so I think the why anime's ending's weird the first one
1: because
3: the they were just hadn't kind finished
1: of yet. yeah they were just kind of like okay we'll do this but yeah but brotherhood I, their dad's storyline his backstory and brotherhood i like it way more than the original
2: from what i've heard of game of thrones they could just do this for game of thrones for the last few seasons once he finishes the books they could have game of thrones brotherhood
0: <laughs> <There you go. laughs> so Interesting side note, Amanda and I actually found a, uh, a Japanese restaurant here in Denver that's based off of an anime.
1: Really? Totoro Sushi.
2: What? What? And they've got, um, the, like, we, we didn't go in, but from the up. window, you can see, like, the decorations and it's totally themed Totoro.
0: I have no idea. I, I have not seen Totoro. So I have no idea if I'm even pronouncing it correctly.
1: Oh, you are. Which means yeah.
0: Oh, hey, that's a first.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, um, you're pronouncing it correctly the English way. <laughs> I mean, to um, do it like actual Japanese, you would just the, the O's need to be more like it's not toto uh, to- to, it's totoro. to-toro. Yeah. It's just how you pronounce the R.
3: Gotcha.
0: Um All right, Brandy. What's nerdy with you?
3: Well, the reason I said I'll tell you what is because we were listening to uh, our podcast on the way down to camping this past weekend with a bunch of scouts in the car. Mm. And that's what my youngest son, that's how he told me to say hello the next time, uh, because we were also talking about King of the Hill. Um, so yeah, we did some camping. We went and saw some dinosaur tracks down at Dinosaur Valley State Park. I got a cool shirt that Dinosaurs.
1: says, uh, st- <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah it's kinda, it says, uh, Distance Raptor over time Raptor equals Velociraptor, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. I got that. <laughs> That's so amazing. yeah. so did that. Consumed a lot of time just prepping to do that, and then going to do that, and then get some cool, get some cool uh, Father's Day gifts uh, today is Father's Day when we're recording this. Um, I got a uh, a Jamie Benn Dallas Stars uh, bobblehead from from my son, and mm. I got a camping fan, whatever. But here, my other son, he picked me up a stylophone gen x1 analog synthesizer wow so i'm like in the 80s right there yeah <laughs> and i'm trying i'm gonna give this thing a whirl and see i don't know maybe i'll give you some sounds for us but yeah it looked pretty cool i'm gonna i'll probably plug it in over this week sometime and give it a shot <laughs> but yeah it's kind of retro looking even wow. and yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. so anyway that's that's been about it. Just staying busy, camping, camping, and and yeah.
0: So you're listening to our podcast in the car with the scouts, and they're listening to you. Where mm-hmm. the
3: scouts like,
0: "Wow, you're you're famous," or, or something like that.
3: Were well, they like, "Why are you making us listen to you?" <laughs> two of the three scouts were my kids. So, um, and then one of them is a guy. He was interested in it. Um, oh, my, my younger son loves to listen to it. He, he'll listen, he'll, he'll, any episode we do, he'll, he'll listen to Oh, nice. And then my older son, I think he's kind of indifferent. I mean, he likes some of it. He's, you know, but, um, but my younger son loves listening to it. So yeah. Yeah. All make, right. Younger son it. plus 10 more XP to you. <laughs> that would be that. And this is, this is, that's, uh, yeah, he, uh, Jackson, he always says, uh, <laughs> every day for the past two weeks he's been like dad when can we play some D and i haven't had time to do anything. <laughs> oh. like, let alone put together a, even one mm. shot so i guess i could download well, one it's, but...
1: it's been busy because like my
3: yeah.
1: D group we've had to like cancel the last two times just because well some people are were sick and then like it was just family you know summer family stuff happening and like get together
3: so i'm thinking about picking up the yawning portal um and uh, seeing if I can run some of that for him. But we need to get, you know, that's really a thing. We need to get a couple of his friends over to do it. And then, you know, so it's its not just something you just sit down and do, right? Yeah. With one kid. So, yeah. But that's my, they're both nerds in their own way. Very nerdy in different ways. But he, that one's my D&D and Marvel nerd. Yeah.
0: Mm. All right, Amanda, what's nerdy with you?
2: So i had a failure to plan today that i had all these great ideas for father's day that i only have now and (laughs) not beforehand because i didn't really have time to sit and go okay father's day is coming up i really need to plan for this and it was kind of like i i (laughs) I really wanted to get him an outdoor fire pit for our backyard nice that's that's what I wanted to get him and he keeps going no I don't want that. I'm like yes you do. Um <laughs> but I realized the true failure was I really should have been sh- going to a bunch of different Walmart's shopping to try and find him a, a a decent priced um
0: arcade one up
2: or I should say cheaply priced arcade one up. Yeah. And that's really what I should have been doing. So that is my nerd failure well, today.
0: I got uh I got this is a little uh, father's day present a little painting for my daughter it's a black background with some white splatter and the word star wars over it
3: <laughs> i saw that man that nice. was actually really cool i saw that on that facebook that is pretty I awesome
0: i would say that's that was perfect i'll put that up in the arcade downstairs so it'll be fun so nice well Let's talk some Stranger Things and uh, nerd news. Let's get into it. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. Ooh. And what is the news that should be on your nerd radar? Well, Taika Waititi is saying that he's expanding the universe in his upcoming Star Wars film. So the next Star Wars film that Lucasfilm will release in theaters is the one that is currently being written and directed by Taika Waititi. There aren't really any details that have been shared, but Waititi apparently isn't interested in making a Star Wars movie with pre-existing characters or story threads that connect to any other Star Wars stories. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy has previously said that they need to, quote, create a whole new saga end quote and apparently maybe that's what what tt is attempting to do in a recent interview with total film waititi said quote look i think for star wars i think for the star wars universe to expand it has to expand i don't think that i'm any use in star wars uh in the star wars universe making a film where everybody's like oh great well, that's the blueprint to the Millennium Falcon and that's Chewbacca's grandmother. That's all, That all stands alone. That's great. Though I would like to take something new and create some new characters and just expand the world. Otherwise, it feels like it's a very small story.
3: End quote. Yeah, the the thing about... I, I, I 100% agree. I think that this needs to be a true universe right not just a character based universe on these on these characters. and i would love to see that right i i think he's right i'm a little weirded out that taika waititi is gonna do a star wars movie i don't know i don't know why everything <laughs> i've seen that he's done i've loved but yeah. everything and and when i say i've loved i mean like Jojo Rabbit is probably one of my top <laughs> oh, it's so good. movies, maybe top five. But somebody's gonna I have mean, a uh, a pretend Emperor Palpatine
0: uh, <laughs> <friend. laughs> imaginary Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. But,
3: but but the thing is, he it, he has an undeniable um, flavor. Style. Yeah, and and I'm not sure how that's gonna fit in the Star Wars universe. I'm. I'm hesitant to say, "Oh yay, talk about TDs doing that." But I know whatever he does, I'm going to love. And I do like the fact that it's going to be expanded and not based on any of the pre-existing stuff because then that removes the comparison, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's just like isn't, you know, having New York in a movie, right? It's it's it's, you know, Tatooine or whatever that yeah. setting is, but it's not tied to any of the other canon. Yet it, it will be once it's made, but yeah, like I, I, I don't know. I th- I think it's really exciting to see this new direction. I I, I can
2: see him having fun with um the Mon Calamari world. Let's let's do and that. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. he'll be the savior of the Gungans.
0: <laughs> oh boy. I no, kind I, of I kind I of feel like I kind of feel like out of all the current pre existing Star Wars films, the one that will be closest to Taika Waititi's film is Solo a Star Wars story because it stands out as so unique and different compared to all the other Star Wars films. And so, you know, I didn't dislike Solo. I mean, it definitely I, did I, some I, things that were uh, very bold and risky. <clears throat> Darth Maul coming back in a Han Solo film. But, but uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm for it. I, I got no
3: problem with there's, Yeah, I, I, I concur.
1: So I'm kind of like, oh, Sorry. No. Okay, oh, I'll, just, I'll say mine real quick. Like, if there was anyone to take the start, like, to expand on the Star Wars universe without using previous storylines and characters, I feel like Taika Waititi is, like, the best person for that. Personally, it's, like, just because, like, he does have, like, a different flair and, like, a different style of directing. And especially, like, his whole style, too, is he likes to take very serious themes and kind of, like, address them in a very comedic way to get you to think, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, that would be cool. Like, I feel like that's what the star Wars universe, like, I would like to see that in a star Wars universe. I mean, you
3: know. Hmm. I could, I could completely see him doing something like, uh, I, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, the movie. So they're minor, they're minor characters from Hamlet. And then someone took the, while the events of Hamlet are going on, and made a movie about Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, and uh, it's like Tim Roth. And yeah, I could see him doing something like that. But if it's totally divorced from the current canon, I'm okay as well. I think, I think, you know, everything he touches turns to gold. So it's weird, Wars- it's, it's hard to conceptualize, but.
2: They, they really have to do something to spread out the universe because the universe is feeling rather small and like, we're only getting a microscope of it. I, I look at how what's going on with the Mandalorian. And then we have the Boba Fett series and the Ahsoka Tano series and all of this is all around the same time. And you're only getting like this snapshot when we have such a, we can go anywhere in the history of the Star Wars universe. We can, like, go to anywhere in the galaxy during Old the Republic. time period. <coughs> and it's feeling very microscopish. Well, and I've been wanting... like, I, Didn't they announce another series that they're going to be doing around the Mandalorian time frame?
0: Oh, a bunch of them, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, and so I've, I've been wanting something more.
0: I want... I want... The Old Republic. Which leads us into (laughs) our (laughs) next article. Rumors are saying that Star Wars Oculite will reintroduce Sith Legends characters back into canon. So, some interesting new details have possibly emerged regarding Lucasfilm's Star Wars Oculite series. The Oculite has been described as a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. The High Republic set 200 years before the Skywalker saga begins. So, according to the Dis... the Dis Insider, like the Disneyland Insider, uh, Disney, uh... Sorry, I lost my spot. The Disneyland Insider is saying that the series will reportedly explore some major Sith characters from Star Wars Legends. Quote, we're talking about Darth Revan, folks, which I hear they're going to bring in a lot of these Legend characters. Darth Bane, Darth Nihilus, Darth Malak, Darth Revan, all... In the Star Wars Oculite, we'll see, end quote. Woo, that's a big number.
2: So, as, as we were kind of going, I, I want to see more. And I love them bringing back old characters that they kind of were like, oh, these characters don't exist anymore. I love them bringing them back in. Um, it's kind of when I was watching um, The Force Awakens. And I remember watching Kylo Ren and I'm like, that's Jason. It's gotta be Jason.
0: Oh from- they renamed
2: him Ben, but it's basically the same character from the expanded universe that they had gotten rid of.
0: You know I all think those books. I know who,
1: what you're talking about, yeah.
0: <clears throat> they need they need to like if they, they need to really focus on Old Republic, or I guess High Republic. Old Republic, High Republic, both eras. And that's that's how they go on with Star Wars, just get a completely new era, because that completely divorces it from uh, all the current characters and storylines. But it keeps all the the familiar familiarity of Star Wars. The Force, Jedis, Sith, just get some brand new stories. And I'll tell you, all of those Sith legends, Darth Bane, Darth Nihilus, Darth Malak, Darth Revan, there are some awesome stories that could be... Uh, you know, just one for one transferred into uh, live action. It would be amazing. It would be amazing.
1: I just want to say, I, th- I was expecting you to stumble over those names, and you did not. And I'm just like, okay, so it's only with like the Sith lords that Austin can actually pronounce the names. So, yeah, I know. I that out.
0: <laughs> uh, I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. <laughs> yeah, I know these names. Indeed, I, I know the stories behind these names. Oh yeah, out of all those, I'll just say. The one that I think I might be most interested in. I mean, Darth Darth Revan. But I might say Darth Nihilus. I like Darth Nihilus. I think he's cool. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Check this out. This is pretty interesting. The script for Venom 3 is complete. And it might be Tom Hardy's last dance. So it turns out that Venom 3 might be the last film in the franchise. At least that's the last Venom film that maybe Tom Hardy will start in because the actor recently shared the title page of the Venom 3 script that he wrote with Kelly Marcel, And later on, Hardy shared the same shot to his Insta story on Instagram, tagging Sony Pictures. And alongside the words, he had, quote, here we go. And a GIF that reads, Last Dance. So it looks like either Venom 3 will be Hardy's last dance as Venom, or this might be the last dance of Venom. I don't know, where do you you see Venom and Tom Hardy in the future?
1: Um, I kind of feel like it may be more of like Tom Hardy's ending to Venom, but at the same time, like, he might do like cameo appearances. I don't know. That's kind of how, that was my thought initially, but... Now I'm kind of like, hmm, maybe not. Because, like, for this one, I don't know. I just, like, I like Venom, but I'm only familiar with Venom from the perspective of, like, him fighting Spider-Man. So I don't know, like, if Venom comes to, like, some sort of demise or something. Or, like, that's the question. Like, are they going to, like, do the, okay, we're killing him off kind of ending to the franchise? Or is it, like, leave it open for other, like, storylines to continue if we want to pick it up later. It's just, will be Tom Hardy's last time playing Venom. Yeah. You know? hmm. I'm curious know as to doing. like what they would possibly do in it, you know?
3: Well, Brady, go ahead. But I, but I have an idea, Jekka. Now this just harkens back to, I hope it doesn't, I hope it doesn't follow that storyline that I know Amanda and Austin are so <laughs> fond of you get a younger one who gets the thing and now they take the mantle of that hero (laughs) (laughs) i don't think if tom hardy wrote the script i don't see him doing that but
0: they've already done it and that's where i'm going remember what happened remember what happened at the end of uh, the last spider-man film we see that little bit of venom left in the mcu that I think that little I think oh. Tom Hardy I think Tom Hardy's Sony Spider Man, I'm sorry, Sony Venom might be kicking the bucket so that way they can make room to bring the Venom character into the MCU with an actor. Cause otherwise they can't have two actors playing the same character. Uh that worked for the Spider Man films because they already had those characters, but they're
2: doing that for Joker.
0: <laughs> well, this is the MCU. I, I think I think they're they're pushing Hardy off to the side, maybe politely, so that way they can get the character fully into the MCU. That's my theory.
3: So that's a good theory, because so otherwise,
1: off the baton, but not to a yeah. younger person,
3: <laughs> to a different, oh, different,
2: not. Movie different universe. actor, just not directly yeah. a fanatic. You're gonna take fan my place. Over the top, and then all of a sudden they get to be their favorite superhero. Which well, we the logical seen now twice.
3: The logical question now is, okay, who do you want to be, Venom?
0: <laughs> I want In the MCU. I got to tell you what I want to see Tom Hardy Spider Man as Venom, and they did. They basically just redo that storyline because they could. Nobody knows who Spider Man is, and now they got to reintroduce him, and they could reintroduce him as this bad guy venom like spider-man and he has to get rid of that and and uh build himself anew i guess
3: there you I go write the script man send it all on. right I'm <laughs> uh,
0: yeah i'm reaching out to kevin feige uh, we got lunch scheduled tomorrow yeah. tweet him uh-huh. there you go all right <laughs> moving on some rumors say amber Heard's role in aquaman 2 is being recast So rumors have been swirling around Aquaman 2's film fate since the drama surrounding Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's trial have pushed fans to petition for her to be recast in the film. But a recent rumor says it could be that push to replace her in the sequel may actually come to fruition. So in a recent report from Just Jared, an insider told the outlet, quote, Warner Brothers decided to recast Amber Heard's role after screen testing the movie, they're going to be doing reshoots with Jason Momoa and Nicole Kidman, end quote. So the studio has technically not confirmed this report, but The Blast actually reached out to Ember Heard uh, and her, and to get her comment. And a spokesperson for the actress responded by saying, quote, the rumor mill continues as it is done from day one. Inaccurate, insensitive and slightly insane. So what do you think is happening? again in a recast?
2: What is insane is that Amber Heard seems to think there are no repercussions for her actions. And if they are repercussions for her actions or her words, that it's the other person's fault. That she, she didn't do anything wrong. They just don't understand her. So I've been following this trial since the UK. With Johnny Depp when he sued the son. And I literally watched Tube as the trial was going on in the U.S.
3: So I totally missed this in the What's Nerdy with Youth stuff. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, so I got to
3: admit, I know absolutely nothing
0: about this whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. The only thing I know is apparently she took a dump on the bed. That's the only thing I know. Outside of that, I have no idea. We
3: said they Amber Hearded the bed. Oh, oh,
0: that's kind of funny.
2: Uh, No, Amber turd.
0: Am, oh boy.
2: Okay, so
0: (laughs) this is turning dirty. The
2: the the big part (laughs) of this was what it is is I don't want to cast aspersions onto people i I didn't want to say like su- super negative things about people because it's just mean. Um but she lost her defamation case where basically the jury didn't believe her accusations that she was abused. And ha- watching the trial, she comes off like watching her. She is an aggressive so- person that is very believable as an abuser.
0: So, do you think she'll be recast? That's really I honestly the think she'll
2: be recast. I mean, the the um, there is a petition out that's gotten I think over two million um, people to sign it to get Bruce Campbell to um, take over her role. What? And um, Bruce Campbell has actually gone on Twitter and he commented on the petition, and said, "Send me a script." Um. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> so whether uh, uh, that will never happen. But at the same so, time, I totally see a YouTube clip of that coming up in the future. I'm
0: I'm fine with them recasting if they want to do that. I just don't want to get rid of the character. And then they make Aquaman 2 feel really choppy plot wise because they so didn't recast. They reduced
2: her down to a 10 minute role in the film. We, we already we knew that. We no, that. we knew that that no. was actually that was.
3: Yeah, that's, that's, that's that's
2: actually came out. Yeah. Yeah, So she was reduced down to 10 minutes and so recasting her would actually be fairly, fairly easy.
0: Yeah. But I don't even, I don't even like that. I gotta be honest with you because she was a major character in the first one. Like, so I'd rather they keep her character substantial instead of it being very obviously, you know, Politically influenced the movie, and then the plot just seems wrong. The
2: problem is, is Warner Brothers got involved in their domestic dispute by showing Johnny Depp the door in Fantastic Beasts, and by doing that, the fact that Amber Heard lost so spectacularly in this defamation suit for her not to be shown the door by Warner Brothers, it looks really bad.
0: I just want Aquaman 2 to be good. I don't well, I don't care what I don't so care about the trial. From what we understand is
2: they reduced the role of Mara to protecting and their baby. I've
0: and to me that sounds like Aquaman 2 sounds is like a major the hit.
1: role. That sounds like a yeah. major role.
2: But be like
0: reducing Obi-Wan Kenobi from episode 4 to uh well I guess they did that because he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Reducing, i was gonna say reducing obi-wan kenobi from episode four to episode five for to like two three minutes
1: and um,
2: they did
1: and it worked out well
0: all right so we're gonna move on
1: <laughs> that, that could work no i'd say like a better analogy with your star wars thing um austin would be more of like if they tried to reduce lando's role from like even just episode five alone, like reducing Lando's role from where it was to like just two minutes or
2: something. No, no,
0: no I got it. They reduce Batman's role from Batman to Batman Returns to like ten minutes. So okay. I'm sure
2: it's going to be fine. I I, I think it's going to work.
0: I don't and know. And
2: I would not mind if they recast. I that. like
0: I like movies making uh decisions based off the needs of the story and not the needs of the politics so th- and that's what they, i'm worried about they
2: already had reduced her role.
0: i know i know but that doesn't and but so that doesn't but they only did that because of the politics they didn't do that because of the story needs
2: well they I also reduced it I because don't. she has no chemistry with jason momoa they said that they made it work in the first one they have no chemistry
0: i thought Even she did what, fine
2: i i thought it was terrible yeah. Anytime she was on the screen, I didn't enjoy her role, so I don't. I really support recasting her, but that's because uh, it, it it's kind of like watching. Um, what's one of the actresses that you don't like watching, Brady?
3: Oh, um, um, um. What's her name? Wrote, uh, Jennifer Garner. Uh, no, I li- I like Jennifer Garner. The. the the uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, oh, uh, 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 yeah.
0: Uh, Cara, no, not Cara Dune. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my word! What's her name? Starbuck. Sack- Starbuck.
2: Uh Katie Sack- Candy Sack-off.
0: Sackoff.
3: Katie Sackoff. Yeah, that one. Kate Sackoff's good. So we're so just, well. We're but the whole thing for there.
2: for me, I just I don't think she's a good actress. So All right. I don't mind.
0: <laughs> All right. Speaking of not good actresses, we're gonna move on. Reports say Joker 2 will be a musical with Lady Gaga possibly starring as Harley Quinn. So Lady Gaga is allegedly in early talks to star as Harley Quinn alongside Walking Phoenix in a sequel to the 2019's Joker that sources say very well may be a musical. So as reported by The Hollywood Reporter, details on Lady Gaga's potential take on Harley Quinn are being kept under wraps, but it would be different than Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, as the character would be in separate DC universes. The Hollywood Reporter has nothing else to say about the potential of the sequel to be a musical, which would obviously be a big change uh, as the first one was not a musical, but The Hollywood Reporter sources did share that Warner Brothers has yet, to actually close a deal to bring uh walking Phoenix back to the role of Joker. Well, that seems, you know, to contradict everything we've been seeing, he's already looking at the script and all that, but I don't know. Lady Gaga and a musical.
1: See, and here I am like one oh, darn, they're going to bring Harley Quinn. And I was kind of hoping they don't and just kind of like explore their working title a different way around just the Joker. But I'm like, okay, so they're going to bring in Harley Quinn Two. I think this would be very interesting as a musical. I'm like, but it would need to be like, I don't know, the way I imagine this, this was kind of like my first thought. I was all like, to be a good musical for what they're setting up, the music and quality would need to be along the lines of like um, Sweeney Todd, Jekyll and Hyde, like those kind yeah. of darker musicals, which still Absolutely. have fantastic music. Um, I'll even throw in the Hunchback of Notre Dame in there. Cause that's like fantastic music. Um, I don't know. I'm one of those where like <laughs> I don't outright listen to Lady Gaga's music, but when it comes on on like movies or like TV shows and the radio, I'm like, she does have a good singing voice, and like,
3: I think it'd be cool. <laughs> so, I'm okay. I I would not classify myself as a Lady Gaga fan. Like, I it's oh, just I not, not the type of music yeah. that I listen to. However, every time I've heard her sing, like, I'm just. Floored at what an amazing, no, she is like, an amazing voice singer. she yeah. has. That she, being said, yeah. DC has done a lot to make me like them again. And I don't know <laughs> if they're trying to kill that or, uh, <laughs> I, but I will, I will also say in listening to last, last week's show on the way down to camp this weekend, um, Austin commented before we had this news, Austin commented that the Joker two, um, he envisioned the shared, what was it? The shared madness when he sounded like he was having a stroke. Mm -hmm. Um, He, he, he said, he, he thought it would be another social commentary and how it's a shared madness socially. And Jackie, you called it. You said, I wonder if they'll bring in Harley Quinn. Oh, I did. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 So yeah. And then I saw that, I saw that news this week and I was like, Hey, she was right. Yeah so or I it sounds like, like oh, i right. was hoping not but <laughs> i don't know how it's gonna be a musical but I know. yeah i just thought i'd call that out because part of me i was listening to that i don't
1: know have any of you seen scrubs like the tv show oh, Scrubs. every
3: yeah. episode
1: okay so i kind of wonder if this would be along the lines of that one episode where the the patient like because of her um like the aneurysm in her brain like everything's a musical to her yeah like i wonder that if it could be, be fun along those lines because that 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 would be really fun. Yeah,
3: that was an amazing mm-hmm. episode too. That was,
1: yeah, that's like my favorite
3: episode of all. That's nice. Yeah. I uh, what's
0: more risky, Lady Gaga as uh, Harley Quinn or uh, Joker being a musical?
2: Joker being a musical.
3: Oh, uh, Lady Gaga
2: is actually pull. really good actress.
0: I've never seen her in anything.
2: She she's really really good. Or seen, or have you seen a
3: seen her a her Star in? Is Born? I mean, she and she wasn't just that Gucci? like? Have you seen yeah. Gucci?
2: I have not seen Gucci well, but I, I really good? want to see it. I've seen her in other things.
0: Yeah, I want I want to see Gucci too. It's got Kylo Ren in it.
2: Yeah. And from what I've seen from the trailers, she looked phenomenal. I've only heard good things.
3: Yeah. I have nothing but admiration for Lady Gaga. I think it is tricky if you're trying to make Joker 2 a musical.
1: Yeah, it's like if they make it a musical, Lady Gaga, she's going to like she's going to be the reason that I it'll know. be good <laughs> pretty uh, much. Yeah. Like, I don't uh, know how Martin Phoenix does with singing, but, like, she, she's got, like, Broadway
0: training vocal cords. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. Short little thing here, but HBO is possibly developing a Jon Snow Game of Thrones sequel series. That's right. HBO is apparently developing a Game of Thrones sequel series that will focus on the character Jon Snow and Kit Harrington is set to reprise his role. In the final season of Game of Thrones, Snow discovered his true identity, and he could be an heir to the Iron Throne. At the end of the series, he was exiled from Westeros, and he traveled into the Haunted Forest north of the Wall to start a new life. The project is apparently in early development, and this would be one of a total of seven Game of Thrones projects in the works, for HBO. That's a lot.
2: Just before you start, Brady, this could be brotherhood. Uh,
3: Yeah. I, I think that, that HBO needs to slow their roll on this game of Thrones thing a little bit. I, so if it's one of seven, we're talking year. Well, I guess, you know, it would have to be somewhat down the road. So his aging isn't an issue, but I don't know. I mean, I loved game of Thrones. And I, I hate to sound like this, but I don't care. Like, I mean, I I really don't. I mean, Jon Snow was a wonderful character. And Game of Thrones, for as great and groundbreaking and phenomenal as it was, is somewhat unfairly remembered as the show with a crappy ending, right? It is the amber herd of television shows, right? You could say that Game (laughs) of Thrones amber herding, right? But, <laughs> but, but I think that, you know, there's a lot that you could tell with Jon Snow because the character has such depth. Uh, Kit Harrington was wonderful in the role. Um, and there, you know, you've got the whole North, which I, I haven't read all of George R. R Martin's books, but I don't know how expanded that is up there from a, uh, from, from the books, but I just, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't care. I I wish I did. I wish I did, but I've just, I think it just took the wind out of the sails, the end of the first series. And maybe house of dragon will change that. It looks like it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's going to take a lot to make people uh, invest in a game of Thrones project because that emotional investment was betrayed Mm. by the original series. Does it feel
0: like, does it feel like to you guys, because it kind of feels like this to me, that HBO is making a whole lot of HBO, I'm sorry, Game of Thrones series, uh, only to see which ones might actually pan out. Mm-hmm. And we're not actually going to see everything because they've already canceled some of these, uh, some other projects. I kind of, I kind of feel like they're just throwing things against the wall to see what
3: sticks. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they could be spitballing. But, you know to 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 speak to the end of you know to speak to the end of the previous the original series and and what may come next in in the infamous words of George w. Bush, fool me once shame on you, <laughs> but fool me can't get fooled again, <laughs>
0: Hey, you're from Texas, so you can make fun of him. I so. am. <laughs> I
1: I just want HBO Max to finish the third season of his Dark Materials. I want to see the Amber Spyglass. No, um, no. the Golden Compass. Books.
0: Oh, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, they have the pretty much the first two done, and I'm just like sitting here like, can we have the third one, please? That was my favorite one, please. <laughs> I just yeah. want to see the Amber Spyglass.
0: All right, folks, we've been waiting. It's time to start talking Stranger Things. So let's get into hey, it. We had our honeymoon on Alderon. Good thing we took
2: pictures, huh?
1: <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. You have no
0: idea what you're dealing with. Uh, Shakespeare in the Park? And that bell means it is time for our minimum Stranger Things. Season 4, Part 1, Nerd OUT! It's time. Don't try to be heroes. There is no shame in running. What do you think, Mike? It's risky as hell. Chances of success are 20 to 1. Never tell me... The odds.
1: Bitchin', right? Yeah, yeah, bitchin'. We're a team. Friends. Well, it's gonna be up to us again.
0: Go! Strike! special shout out to all you super nerds who have hit that podcast subscribe button we really really appreciate you please help us get the word out tell a friend about the podcast and i want to invite you to hit that podcast subscribe button if you've not done so already come on do it you'll get plus 10 nerd xp all Nerd-y. right stranger things season four part one have it felt like it had even more D. In this season than previous seasons. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Um, I especially really because like you know I've gotten into d d within the last couple of years, and I was laughing when they were talking about like all the rumors that D D is a satanic game. Oh, and it comes yeah. to I islands. love that! And like so, I much.
2: was back, laughing back
0: from so the eighties
1: hard. Because when I started watching it, it was one of the week when I had D&D, like my Curse of Strahd game. The next day I'm like, yep, I am playing a Satanic game. <laughs> a very violent game. Like,
3: No, oh. you are not.
1: So funny. So, so funny. Loved it.
3: Can I just really quick? I want to, I'm curious. I, I know I'm the oldest person on this call or in this show, but I'm not sure by how much. Do any of you, Austin, you may be the only one, but I don't even think you do. Do any of you re- remember the satanic panic of the 80s? <laughs> so so you I don't. did live in it a little
0: bit, but I, mean, I I wasn't playing D&D at the time.
3: So it was it was crazy to see that as as a child. <laughs> I mean, I was I was young and I remember it, but I remember Churches having record burnings and playing records backwards, and they're telling you to kill your parents, and just like all this wow. crazy stuff. I mean, it was, and it was prolific. It was through, you know, what were the shows of the time? Rivera, Donahue, all those shows. They always had people on there. It was, it was. Anyway, I just, just if if you lived through it, it really the framework for that is, is pretty, uh, pretty nuts.
2: So the fun story for me is this didn't happen to me in the eighties. It happened to me in the nineties. Like I got all of this late Late, throughout the eighties. My mom didn't seem to care. We did whatever. And I, I I will admit I was in my very young childhood in the eighties. But I remember I in high school, I started playing role playing games with friends. We were playing Shadowrun. and remember my mom, like after I'd already started playing RPGs, she sat down with me and she said, now, I just want to talk to you about Dungeons and Dragons because <laughs> my friend had her son died because of Dungeons. This is literally what my mom told me.
3: There was it, a movie in the eighties starring Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Monsters. and it was it was basically anti D and D propaganda. Oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He was doing live action role <laughs> playing, and kind of went over the edge. But oh, I, yeah. I know I had talked about this among us before, but I don't mm. know if we were recording. But yeah, I remember the sheriff called my house yeah. in the little <laughs> county that I lived, and he was like, "I heard you're going to kill some people." I'm like, "I'm not going to kill anybody. I'm going to go get a burger." It was like Halloween. And because <laughs> I was a and d guy <laughs> and, you know, I, I was like, I mean, it it was, it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Sorry, so, I didn't mean to cut you off, Amanda. I, 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 will, just-
2: I will say this, Brady, I didn't have the same book burnings that you did, but I do remember Harry, Pod- Harry Potter suddenly becoming popular and a number of friends of mine were telling me about the Harry Potter book burnings they were going to. So I will say
0: yeah, I do I remember that.
1: I do remember like, <laughs> cause I grew up in the nineties and I do remember the big fear about like witchcraft because of Harry Potter. And I just laughed at it. And I, I'm super lucky and blessed to have parents that have common sense heads because they like, I mean, first of all, like my parents were my, they're diehard, like star Wars and star Trek fans, <laughs> first of all. And so like with Harry Potter, like i remember i was the only one in my family for the most part that had was reading the books and i remember my mom was hearing all these rumors so she asked me about it i was like mom it's just kids like using magic you know it was like star wars they're using the force but it's with wands and magic it's like wh- you know they're using magic and i just like said it that way yeah. and she's like okay so she read the book and she was like this is really good so <laughs> <laughs> My mom was just kind of like, "Okay, I'm hearing all these rumors. Like, and you're the well, bookworm of the family, so can you tell me what's really going on?
0: <laughs> well, there are people I,
1: telling me that it's satanic. I know you've read it. Can you
0: tell me? About and this, and really, this is the yeah. en- <laughs> this is the entire uh, environment that season four episode or part one mm-hmm. is going through the the D and D club, the Hellfire Club, and then the whole entire town." Starts going on like a witch hunt for everybody that's in the D and D club. That um,
1: scene when they're the at they town yes. hall. That scene was so intense, that hits and a like close the, to the, home. Kids, and the kids, the <laughs> yeah, parents, you know, they're all looking at each other like, "Oh my gosh, all of our like kids are in this group." Like, oh, that was so wild. You know, scary. So it
2: had to have been intensely scary for parents.
0: So I, I. I really disliked that character, the, the jock the jock the, the character, moron, yeah. the jock moron. For a few reasons. One, I don't know what Stranger I don't know what the creatives at Stranger Things are trying to pull. They're putting like a very obvious like thirty year old man into the role <laughs> of a
3: teenager. Do you know not did you see Barbara? You know what people looked like in the eighties? She was 47. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this, this guy might as well be
0: sporting a beard. I mean, he he's, he's way over age. And, and I just, every time he came on, uh, I was just like, I was like, dude, you, you. <laughs> see, I involved, didn't see that. You're a few, that. few decades old.
1: I don't know. See, I didn't see that. Like, if there was one thing I wish they had showed us more was like, because to me, like, um. When he, the the jock guy, when he kept saying, like, oh, he's got the devil and all that, I was like, hey, two things. Either one, like, that's the only thing that's, like, making sense to him. That's why he keeps saying it. So, he's, like, grasping it because it's the only thing that makes sense. Or two, he does come from a very religious family, like, on the zealous side, religious family, you know? Yeah,
3: but.
1: And, like, because I've I've met people that wouldn't, like jump to that conclusion. Like
0: sure, sure, no, no, so, I get that. Yeah. But how religious is he when he's when he's like he's rounding up a posse to go murder another kid. Okay, I mean well, how religious are you when you're doing that, dude?
2: Spanish
1: Inquisition well, crusades. God's there warrior. are
2: so many examples in Christian history of that happening. Yeah. So let's not it jump does, on yeah. that one. Um but I will I, I will defend that poor actor of Austin's dispersions that he's over thirty. The poor kid's only 27.
3: 27. Be nice. <laughs> a very, That's
0: not a 30 very, yet. That's
2: not 30. A very obvious 27. 27. year olds are very concerned about being told they're older. So I don't what to say.
0: I don't know. The du- the dude needs to lose about 80 pounds because he's way too muscular. For, like, <laughs> I mean, it's so obvious, especially when he's standing against you know, all the other actors that actually kind of look like teenagers. I mean, he's <laughs> it's very obvious. Anyway. He's
1: yoked, he's yoked Austin, come okay. on. <laughs> but the,
2: the whole thing is, is, he's standing a bunch uh, in a bunch of other actors that are supposed to be playing nerds and dweebs. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, the, the comparison... <laughs> well, yeah, I don't
0: know. So... Well, so Brady's one thing, be
1: back soon. one, thing,
0: <laughs> oh, one thing going into this season, you know, we've been hearing over and over again that the Duffer brothers used the pandemic as an opportunity to uh, flesh out and deep dive some of these scripts more. And, um, and I, and I'm watching and I'm almost wondering if my expectations were built up a little too much. I mean, I'm not. I'm not disappointed in what I've seen at all, but I don't necessarily see a significant increase in quality compared to the previous seasons. Do you see that? I'm trying. I'm trying to see
1: um, well, tangible what, what, evidence. What do you mean by quality? Like, what is it that? Well, that's what they said. Well, like, what do you mean by quality? Because for me like the biggest thing that stood out to me was that this is going to be the last season like they're going to wrap up the storyline all questions will be answered and i feel like i am getting that season five is last season
2: so wait but isn't there like
1: is wait no a full season five is coming and that's supposed to be the end yeah yeah this is not the end I thought it was, like, they were saying, like, five seasons, you know, and there's, like, season four, part one, but then, like, part two is, like, technically season five, but we're calling it part two. Yeah, no, that's not how they're doing
2: it. So, the
0: Duffer brothers have revealed, for season five, there will be a likely time jump. So, we're going to jump into the future a bit. So, whatever that looks like.
2: And and that's partly to catch the character's age up to the age of the actors.
0: but, But back to my original point, though, is that the Duffer brothers said that they they use the time of the pandemic to flesh out these scripts and and they're making some of the best stuff they've ever made. But, but I feel like this is on par with previous seasons. I'm not, I'm not seeing like significantly. So boosted uh, content. I don't know.
2: Maybe it's just me. I'm really happy with what they've been doing. And a lot of times as series continues, sometimes the quality deteriorates and maybe that's kind of what they were seeing and they were able to bring it back up.
1: I mean, because, yeah, I'll say, like, like, so season one, hands down, is my absolute favorite. Like, that one just, like, was so unique and original and just so well done that, like, that, to me, like, it's, like, that's kind of, like, it'll be really hard for seasons to try to beat that one. Um, Season three, I feel like, is definitely my least favorite. And season four, to me, was better. Like, I felt like season four was better than season three. Um, so my big complaint with season four is they
2: could have cut down the episodes to mm-hmm. a reasonable time frame and just added some episodes.
0: Yeah. I, I do agree with that. I wish, I wish these episodes weren't like an hour, hour and 15 minutes, hour and 30 minutes. Like what? I would have rather <laughs> have had 45 minute episodes and have like, you know, 12 of these episodes as opposed to like six or seven movie episodes. Because, for my time schedule, you know, I don't want to come home and watch a movie every single night. I wanna watch I wanna watch an episode or two and, and get to bed. And I that's literally
1: I... what we were
2: calling it. Would you like to watch the next movie in Stranger Things?
0: Meanwhile, wow. Jekka did what? You
1: I, I laughed because oh. I did not feel that way at all. I was oh. happy each episode was at least an hour long and grateful it was an hour long. And yes, like of the seven episodes in this season, I watched five of them Friday when it was released, and then the last two on <laughs> Saturday. Binged oh my I binged them like I could not stop. Like I was just rolling in it. I will say it was a slow start. Like the first episode didn't have as much in it as I was expecting, but that still didn't stop me. Like I, I am going to so point I'm happy out, it was as long as it was. So- but, but here's the difference is if
2: you're gonna binge it, it doesn't matter if it's chopped up into smaller bite-sized pieces for those of us who don't binge it because you're just gonna watch it straight through and skip the skip the yeah. opening credits and just move into it so really, it really didn't matter how long the episodes were as long as there was the yeah. content that you could watch all at once
0: for for us, it actually uh it, it was a barrier to watching. Like it we, made
2: it more difficult to watch.
0: Like we, we it had to say, saying, like, well, maybe we don't watch because it's so long tonight. We can't, we can't devote that much time. Yeah,
2: the last episode of the season, like that, should have been two yeah. episodes for us, but we had to watch basically two episodes back to back because
0: we started late too. Like we, I mean, we started at like nine forty at night. <laughs> you know, Ooh, that's wow. like bedtime for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: we're old but
2: anyways
0: the content though was a lot of good it was good it was good i i found it interesting because like you get you go through all these seasons and the one thing i've always kind of wondered is like what were they really doing with 11 when she was a child in that little thing like they never really go into in depth and and, in in some ways they still haven't like what was the whole original purpose for all of this
2: and that may be what season 5 is
0: for. Maybe, maybe. But that could be. Yeah, so cuz
1: we're we're supposed to sorry,
2: keep yeah. going.
0: But but they've given us a lot of uh a lot of history of L in there through all these like weird flashback remembrance reliving experiences. I don't even know what you would call them. And yeah, yeah, I have like, been enjoying that. I've been enjoying that.
2: So one of the things I actually really enjoyed Was that I got the creepy vibe from one from right from the beginning. Oh, really? How he was like this. Oh, look who's up, sleepyhead. Super creepy vibe. I'm like, Eh. that guy's bad.
0: Yeah, no, no creepy than anything else. Oh, no. no. Everybody Mm -mm, there's mm -mm. creepy. Mm
2: -mm. He had like the Uber. And when he was so manipulative, (laughs) he was so manipulative. Of L as like it continued, I'm like, that's the bad guy.
0: I was rooting that's, for him.
2: To me, I'm like, that's <laughs> the bad guy. I knew he was the well. bad guy. And then I'm so mad, but also not mad at the same time because I was like, this is kind of cool. But I, I I knew it. Um there's a video on how the actor actor becomes Vecna. Uh, like all the Boy. prosthetics and everything. Ooh, like, that like oh, well. really? that is cool no. that is so cool. that spoiled it but i was like i already knew it
0: but i, I find it funny that you got the creepy vibe because i got the uh friend vibe i was like i'm because I, I was rooting for that guy i was like yeah, yeah. Look, come on I, I like i like i like yeah. having a friend on the inside i like this I've so
1: yeah, yeah i have two things about that um so the first thing like my creepy vibe my flag went up when he like told her that papa lies and i was like wait mm-hmm. why would he tell her that why would he turn her against papa and i was like something something weird's going on and the second thing it's going off of your comment austin my mom was watching it my sister had already watched it and my mom was said to my sister she's like I like that orderly. Can I like that orderly? And my sister was like, yeah, you can like him. And then at the very end, when you find out like he's one and Vecna and all that, my mom started slapping my sister. It was like, you told me I could like him. (laughs) Oh, that's
2: funny. (laughs) But like, so I was raised <laughs> on how to detect manipulation because my uh, siblings are so fabulous at it. And <laughs> <laughs> so to me, like the little way that he would take her to the side and have secrets with her, that immediately was like, that's a bad guy. That good guys don't do that. They do not do that. Um, the other thing Sweet. though, was the flashbacks where you have Elle standing there with all that blood. I'm like, Mm. She didn't do that. So it had to be someone else. And I was looking for the person who would, who did it. And he was the most likely candidate to have done it.
1: Yeah. It actually oh. took me a while to make the connection with like in her flashback scenes that the way the, the bodies were like how they were lying and the, like they're yeah. pretty much how they died was what was going on with Vecna, like taking his victims, you know, and like it took me a while to catch that because and that's where like I give kudos to like the cinematography and all that cuz they were they were showing the scene like it was what rewatching some of those episodes later I could see it now that I knew like what mm-hmm. was going on but at the time when I was watching it like I just didn't notice that until it was like almost like I think it was like the like fifth or sixth what, episode when I started realizing is- I was like wait a second
0: <laughs> what's this dude's motivation he's just saying like I'm woke and I can see, you know, what you guys are trying to hide. So therefore, he,
1: I'm going to kill he's everybody. Doing, he's doing what I call as the typical Japanese villain <laughs> from what I see in anime. Where it's kind of like humans are like just this self-destructive species. And I'm just going to go through and like have some fun with them. And like just steadily like remove the ones that have a lot of like... But Bad he's not removing. Regret
2: them, really. Only certain ones. He's just like it, So he has to go for the oh, traumatized ones, ones. Yeah, because they have a better. I think it's easier for him to psychically connect with them. Yeah, back door because they're traumatized, and so mm-hmm. he's using that to psychically connect with them. And so I think that's where that's going with that. But, yeah, but this, this he's dude building deeper connections.
0: This dude's first kill was his own mom so, in front of everybody. The
2: problem is I is mean is how he,
0: crazy and d- terrible is that?
2: He he doesn't have he doesn't feel that there's a purpose in life and he's trying yeah. to find that purpose and he's doing it by killing people. He absorbs maybe some of their mental state and like they're not dead, they're one with him. Ooh, and he's finding right. his be, purpose yeah. in collecting people.
1: Cause he invited Max to join him and he always like invites his victims to join him.
2: And yeah. so that like he's finding his purpose in. Killing people. Collecting them. Oh, because man. he's bringing their mind into his.
0: Dark and twisted.
2: Yeah. I, I'm not saying. But, things. Yeah. But I, yeah. But,
0: but I guess what I'm looking for is why is he dark and twisted? You know what I mean? That's what I'm really going for. Like, like, what, what is, what is the character's motivation a little bit more? Because you have to be in. My, my, my real point is, you have to be incredibly uh, steadfast in that position to say, okay, the first person I'm going to kill is my mom in that terrible fashion in front of my entire family, and then try to kill my sister, try to kill my. It's like, do what in the world, man? So this
2: is one of those storytelling things that they could have made a bit longer to help us i
0: thought we just agreed on not longer
2: (laughs) i okay i do think that the episodes should have been bite-sized that we could actually but this they spent so much time on other things and i don't feel like they really fleshed out his why very well but maybe we're going to get
1: that maybe we'll get that in part
2: two We do have a lot of villains this season that aren't really well fleshed out
1: as they've been in other seasons. Well, well, in the other seasons we've kind of had, yeah. No, I see what you mean. Yeah, because the other seasons it's usually been like one, maybe two. And this
2: one,
0: there's we got got one and we've got jerk, uh, jock, jock jerk boy, and
2: we have Angela.
0: Which one's Angela?
2: She got smacked in the face with a roller skate.
0: Oh, that's right. We haven't seen her in a while. Whatever um, you know, that what again.
1: you know, what she deserved we... it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh yeah, it, it, I admit, it. like, it was funny when like Elle was doing no, her presentation. Love when Elle was doing her presentation, and they started, like, you know, Angela started laughing at her. I was like, come on, like, you should know this. And I was like, wait, no, they're in California, and this was in Indiana. <laughs> I was like, I had to do like a take back, I'm like, wait, whoa, well, they moved, they're in a totally different area. So, yeah, it was funny. Um, I was saying something. Oh, and then there's that um guy from the military who's, like, trying to find yeah, Elle because yeah. he thinks that she's gone rogue and she's responsible for oh, the yeah. things that Mechna's doing, you know.
0: That's 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 a side story that almost feels uh, pointless. Like, they could have that out completely.
1: That's, to me, that is a plot advancement thing. Because his whole purpose is to try to, like, advance the plot and kind of get them moving of a reason for things to be moving from one place to another like he was the reason that mike and them fled to salt lake city to find Susie.
2: so the whole thing is i think that they could have done his reign of terror over them without having to show his interrogation of the dude
1: yeah Uh i i felt
2: that that was pointless (laughs) okay but like I, i i felt his purpose in it I just felt that they could have kept him more background instead of giving him prime, like, scene time of torture and, like, that yeah. stuff.
0: Okay. Uh, Hopper and everything going on with oh. Hopper. And <laughs> Hopper's storyline is awesome, and I love it. Yes. Yuri
2: and Murray. Yeah. Yuri oh and Murray.
0: God. Oh, yeah. And and I love I love the uh I love the uh security guard who ends up becoming a prisoner and is is a friend to uh Hopper. I've I've grown fond of that guy. But yeah, my my nut my feet and <laughs> feet and hands are like iron Oh my gosh. Uh, He
1: rewronged he, he reminded that part three times.
0: It was excellent.
1: Well the thing I loved about that is like he's saying that and I was like, Oh, he's just like he, it's like all talk, no game kind of thing. And then he like totally takes down all these people. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, Yeah, he earned that black belt. <laughs> like, even though it was with a bunch of kids. Like, I was like, dang, that well, was awesome. It, <laughs> the way he describes it of like, well, I'm
2: so-and-so. <laughs> and he just turned 16, but he's really good. And you're just sitting there going,
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And then he busts out the moves, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you do know yeah, what you're doing. That
0: was a fun scene. That, oh, that, that, was that was great. That's probably my favorite scene in this series so far, actually. Uh, but yeah, everything yeah. with Hopper has been excellent. I love that guard. I love Hopper having a friend on the inside, because well, I Well, and I from- like
1: it how they became friends, because they yes. weren't yeah. really friends until he got imprisoned with Hopper and as the, well. And then they were frenemies until yeah. the dinner. Yes. <laughs> And then he's yeah. like translating like, yeah.
0: So I've, I've, been, awesome. uh, I've been playing around with a theory in my mind as to why the Soviet Union got involved at all. And, and I think from the Soviet Union's perspective, maybe what, what they are trying to do is we're watching people in this season get into the upside down, travel in the upside down and pop out somewhere else in the real world. Maybe the Soviet Union was trying to do exactly that so that way they can infiltrate like Washington, D.C. or the Pentagon or all sorts of U.S. military secret bases yeah. without getting caught because they can travel into the upside down, go all the way over. Fly over, no yeah. one
2: can trace them.
0: Yeah, so, so for, my, for my head canon, cannon, that's why the Soviet Union is trying to do any of this. But what I can't understand is why did they have a mind flare and what was really the whole purpose they of They have like a demigorgon. A Demogorgon. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I liked, I liked it, that whole scene, but like, I'm, I'm asking like, what was the point of it? What were they, what's the, what they trying to do?
1: So like, so kind of my theories with that, because if you watch the trailer for part two, Hopper is standing in front of a canister with swirling mist, which from previous seasons, we know that's the mind flayer. And so I wonder if like, you know, they captured a Demogorgon and they're just trying to learn more about it. To see if they can hopefully use that to actually open a gate, because the big question is like, do the Russians have a gate? Because like I couldn't tell in the beginning if Hopper when he came to, if it was like he was still in the U.S. or if he was in Russia, because the scenery, like the scenery around him, looked like the mall, Starcourt Mall. So I was so- like, a- I mean, I was a little confused there. I was like, huh, wait. One of the problems is the
2: mind flare needs like the demogorgon needs to be connected to the mind flare. Yeah. So how is that demogorgon connected to the mind flare If all the gates are closed.
0: Well, they got, they have to have a gate open. They,
1: okay. So they must have a gate open and then they have the mind flare captured or contained in some way. Cause that's what, if you watch the part two trailer, like there's this, a brief scene, like at least that's my and my sister's theory. Cause we've been bouncing this back and forth between each other. So, like,
0: do you, maybe do they have you a think, portion of
1: the Mind Flayer.
0: Do you think uh, one, I guess is what we're calling him. Uh, Vecna. Vecna. Yeah. Can control the Mind Flayer. I'm sorry, the uh, uh, Demogorgon on the real world side.
1: See, that's even- where. See, that's where kind of like my sister and I, because like in the film, like Dustin and the kids, they all think that Vecna is like the general to the Mind Flayer. But. We kind of think it might be vice versa that maybe yeah. he's controlling everything, and the Mind Flayer is his general kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah. That's, and, that's and at first, thing, he was using know. like the Demigorgons and the Mind Flayer to open the portals, but then L pretty much defeated them. So he's like, okay, time for me to take center stage, and so now he's doing that to create more portals. So I think, like, yeah, I think he's the one that's controlling the Demigorgon and not so much the mind flare. So what do you think?
0: So going going into part 2, which starts in July. What do you think we're going to see in part 2? Do you think um do you think uh what what's what's the ma- what's the main purpose, driving purpose for for Vecna one going into uh season or part 2, excuse me.
1: I think and this is kind of like in a way like a part of me is like will this be now that I so originally before I knew there was going to be season five, I was like, oh, we're going to get like a showdown between Vecna and Eleven because he like it's, you know, from the memories, like he singled out Eleven. And we know from the third season that everything that at the time Mind Flayer was doing was all for Eleven, like almost like a test of her strength. Like like that was the thing. It was like was all this a test of her strength to help her powers grow or was it to like try to defeat her kind of thing. But I feel like for part two, we're going to get a showdown between 11 and one. um, Unless oh, yeah. that gets saved for season five because she's still trying to get her powers back. Like they're still in progress kind of thing.
0: So do you think we're going to see Vecna destroyed or is this definitely going into season five with Vecna as the main villain?
1: Kind of, like, and now that, again, now that I've, I know things, I'm like, I kind of think this might be setting Vecna up as the ultimate villain for season five. The question yeah. is, will Steven's five be, like, or maybe it's just kind of like, but for that to happen, if they're going to do like a time jump with season five, that means Vecna won't completely be destroyed, but will be like, maybe like the upside down. To 11 will be like completely sealed off no way out but then season five he does manage to break through again or something
3: hmm.
1: i don't know a lot of my theories were just being like oh part two is the end all be all and now that's kind of thrown out the window like so, sitting here and kind of like Ugh.
2: what if vecna gets the general that's doing all the torturing and then everyone gives credence to that general and it becomes the u.s against l
0: ooh or, so, or the, would we be still have the Soviet Union involved
2: and the Soviets, then
0: so yeah. the Soviets and America versus L. This, yeah, eh. 11 and her
1: friends, and then that way it would open up the door for eight to come in because we know eight's like we met eight, and I'm kind of like, that's the thing, like for them to bring in eight back in season two, I'm like. I mean, I'm like tie I them would in ex- somehow. That was yeah, a really they're, weird. they're gonna have to bring her back somehow now, because like other than L, she's uh, like because we know there's three psychic children, unless there's more. But like from that group, from Eleven's group, there's Vecna, Eleven, and Eight. You know, and I feel like they're gonna right, bring her right. back because now it's like, I mean, granted that episode with Eight is my least favorite episode. I always skip it. <laughs> but um, yeah. clearly they wouldn't yeah. have done that unless they're going to bring that back in later.
0: So. Can I just say, the most annoying part of the entire part one was how slow they were to get through the hole that was opened up in the roof of the trailer. Like, you finally got a way out, and you guys are just going to stare at it and be like, uh, Like,
2: you boost them up. You get, shove them Get out through the, the hole. hole.
0: Get out you of You don't hole.
1: wait for the rope. You just start crawling out. Jeez, I crazy. do agree with that. I was like, really?
0: <laughs> You've yeah.
1: got attacked like you're all dying, you're suffocating on the poisonous air and you're just like standing there like, oh, hello, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, get your butt through the hole. Yeah. Although this. I
1: will oh. say it took me by surprise that Nancy got vecna so to speak, but at the same time I was like that makes sense and i'm glad that they revisited that because she does yeah. regret barbara's death like i do appreciate that
2: yeah that was
0: interesting i thought they for, just forgot about that yeah so i
2: i, I love that part but barbara's death is the connection in but then he knows that then he learns that she knows his story and i yeah. loved that
0: she knows oh, his story i know there.
2: because so she learned that. his story from his dad yeah, because he, oh, talk, he talked yeah. to his dad, Freddy yeah. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, the oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: actor that was awesome and creepy, and that was that was a highlight of of the that.
1: Season. Have any of you seen Silence of the Lambs? Oh yeah, that whole part I was like, that is total Silence of the Lambs they're yeah. doing there, except with like someone who genuinely is just like a normal person who had yeah. bad things happen to them, and he's not actually like a psychopathic killer. But uh,
0: well, but the Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger actor like was just playing that phenomenon phenomenally a, I didn't know that
1: that is awesome oh yeah Robert yeah.
0: England. Uh, yeah Robert England uh I mean you could just tell that he was just he was in his element he knew exactly how to play the scene I mean he was just doing perfect for that role and I really enjoyed watching him I, I thought it was like a master class and in, in being you know spooky <laughs> that's so cool yeah
1: but yeah so. my sister and i real quick we have a theory with nancy because um, if you remember from the i think it is the official trailer of stranger things the one that has separate ways playing my sister and i think that that is nancy's favorite song and the mm. little brief spiel we see of eddie playing the guitar in the upside down we think he's playing Stranger hey, hey. separate ways to we get Nancy him? to come back well no, it's I in think- the original trailer
0: Oh yeah, that yeah, first yeah, trailer.
1: Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I was so looking after, for that. yeah. So after I watched part one, I went through and rewatched that trailer to pick out scenes that yeah. would be in part two. So that one, so when he's on the when he's playing the guitar in the upside down, that's going to be in part two. And my sister and I Hopefully. think he's playing Separate Ways, and that is Nancy's favorite song, and that's how they're going to uh, get
0: her back. Awesome. Separate Ways by Journey. Um,
1: Clarify. That. I'm just gonna point
2: out how crazy. Um life is for the pop star from the 80s, Kate Bush, who is now a
1: 2020, like <laughs> Dude, that scene is a, Brady. Brady, when you watch it, episode four, Dear Billy, to me is by far the best episode in the entire series. Like I it is amazing.
3: All right. And yeah, I'm looking forward to
2: it. It but was it,
1: crazy. But, they yeah. have
2: interviewed Kate Bush about, like, how do you feel about having a hit in the top
1: ten in the twenty twenty? <laughs> remember when 20, Kate Bush years was? Later. Uh,
3: I, I I remember when Kate Bush was uh, very popular before. So yeah, that, that, that's you. interesting to see. Yeah. No,
1: i've I've been listening to that song on repeat. I am like, yeah, this is why it's popular. Like, it's good and it really matches max so yeah. it's like yeah. like her story her background everything like oh so good
0: so yeah.
1: that episode dear Billy best by far love it
0: so so fi- final thoughts about Stranger Things season four part one anything we haven't covered or anything you want to talk about for part two final thoughts what do you guys got
2: they could make it maybe four episodes for part two <laughs> I'm
0: just, just saying oh really
2: I have no idea how long the episodes are I'm just saying like they could do that that'd be nice
1: they i think they might be like two episodes but they're like almost two hours long so they might be yeah like really? episodes.
2: yeah that's what i was saying they could really cut those episodes <laughs> down for me
0: uh,
1: oh i feel like there's so much there's so much my brain is melting <laughs> oh, yeah i'm excited for part two
0: Yeah. Do you think we'll see anybody die, like, of like really die, officially die? Any character?
1: Dude, I think Eddie's gonna die. I actually like, even though I threw out my theory about Nancy, like, I think she might die.
0: (laughs) Ooh, you know what? I'm I'm feeling some uh, some vibes on that. You know, it feels like maybe they're setting that up a little bit.
1: Oh, that's something I wanted to say real quick. Um, Susie's family because I identify with the religion that Susie is the oh, Jesus Christ family. of Latter-day Saints and, <laughs> aka Mormons that house I was like thank you because that is the kind of house I grew up in and my like it reminded me of my cousin's house like it was just chaos kids running everywhere were like uh-huh. like pretending to do like movies like I did that I made horror movies <laughs> like with my cousins and I really appreciated that whole scene with Susie. I was like, yes, thank you. Like, that was fantastic.
0: <laughs> Final thoughts, Amanda?
1: Brady, um,
0: anybody?
2: Yes, I, I loved Susie's family.
3: Indeed. Indeed. I'm just, I'm, yeah, but, you know, life's gotten in the way. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I'm just, I'm chomping at the bit to uh, to do it to the point where I've almost like done that thing where you, you know, watch it behind your family's back, but I just can't do, <laughs> I just can't do it. Uh, indeed. Indeed.
0: All right. Well, thanks folks for joining us on another adventure of super podcast. Make sure to hit that podcast subscribe button and leave us a review wherever you're listening to us. Subscribe and review us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, YouTube or wherever else you find us next week, we are going to be talking the Obi-Wan Kenobi finale. That's right. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Once you get a chance to watch it, make sure to leave us a voicemail with your thoughts on the Obi-Wan Kenobi finale at anchor.fm slash supernerdpodcast. And you just might be on the upcoming show. You can also email us your thoughts to supernerdpodcast at gmail.com or send us your thoughts via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Search Super Nerd Podcast. Give us a like, give us a share, but from all of us at Super Nerd Podcast, stay nerdy, my friends.
1: Have fun. Catch you later.
0: Bye.
3: Bye.